All right, welcome back. I'm Jim McCarthy, sitting here with Dr. Bajoy John, the sleep master. He is uh, Dr. Sleep Fix, we're calling him, right? Yes. Yeah, because you're part of the sleepfixacademy.com. Uh, amazing insights and revelations we've been having over the course of these uh, podcast episodes. And uh, one more thing we're talking about in this episode is sleep and cognitive health. An obvious correlation, I would imagine, because you have... If you get better sleep, you're going to think better. You're going to be more have better acuity. You're going to be able to form sentences and not stumble over your words like I often do. Um, you know, we're going to learn how sleep nourishes cognitive health. We want to improve our cognitive health and reduce the risk for cognitive decline by improving our sleep. Um, that's a thing. Yes. You know, sleep, I've mentioned this several, several times, is a superpower. So there's something called the glymphatic system, not the lymphatic system in our body. There's a, something called GLY, glymphatic system in the in the brain that cleans out all the debris and the muck that builds up. Huh. So this only activates with good sleep. So good sleep is associated with brain protection. And so there is a correlation with poor sleep and dementia and Alzheimer's uh, dementia. Mm -hmm. People who don't sleep well, and especially if you have other sleep disorders like uh, sleep apnea, so you're at risk for, you know, Alzheimer's dementia. So that's a major problem. So more and more awareness is happening. So mm. sleep is important to protect our co cognitive function, you know, in all aspects. If you're a student, if you're an athlete, if you're a regular guy, if you're in your 60s and 70s, you want to protect your health, sleep is the key. And how can people, I mean, again, we kind of revisit this concept over and over again. You know, uh, sleep, like you said, being the superpower, making sleep cool again, it solves a lot of problems. Correct. If you took your sleep more seriously, it just solves a host of problems. You know, go back to your seven steps of better sleep that you talked about before. Yeah, we've, uh, you know, I've dedicated a chapter in mm -hmm. my book on insomnia. I have a podcast on insomnia. But to summarize it all, you have to have a schedule. So, Everybody asks me, what's the right amount of sleep? Seven to eight hours for adults and children, you know, eight to 10 hours. And of course, toddlers and infants need a lot more sleep. So schedule is more important. Mm -hmm. Number two, keep your environment friendly to sleep. You know, no muck. Mm -hmm. You know, keep your temperature low. Uh, keep your nights, uh, you, know, uh, you know, your bedroom darker. That's that's very, very important. Number third is the electronics. Mm. Major problem. Not only it creates stress, it is eating into your uh, sleep time. Mm -hmm. People are spending more time, so there's more sleep debt. And the light from the phone is telling you, hey, it's still daytime, you don't need to sleep. And the, and the sleep hormone called melatonin only secretes it you know, in darkness. So you're not sleeping. The next is calm your body. Mm -hmm. So the body is you know agitated it releases endorphins you don't want to exercise close to bedtime so you want to calm your body also talk about muscle relaxation techniques you know focus on all the muscles and see you can feel the tension try mm -hmm. to relax then of course the big thing is calm your mind you know very very important so your minds i always consider sleep as a as a revved up jet engine you know you got to so you got to do so many steps before you park your jet Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of steps. You can't just go from, you know, 300 miles to zero, right? We want to, but sleep is a slow process. We want it like to be an on-off switch, but it's a dimmer. You have to, you know, so calm your mind. I also talk about yoga nidra, you know, mm -hmm. uh, the ancient way to sleep. 
you know, it's like you just calm down. You don't need a trainer. You just lay down, you know, your palms up and act like you're a corpse. And that's it. You know, <laughs> I do practice. Enough. That is very, very easy. 15, yeah. 20 minutes of this every night. That's, you know, uh, you know, sleep is spiritual. Actually, every night you sleep, you're dead. You know, if you ask, if you look at it, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's still sleep is poorly understood. Uh, if anybody's going to say they know, they they know it all, it's it's very, very complicated. Well, your sleep uh, positioning in yes. bed is is kind of intriguing as well, because I notice when I take a nap, I'm on yes. my back. Yes. Uh, typically on the couch or something yes. like that, it'll just come out of nowhere, yeah. 10, 15 minutes go by and I'm fine. Yeah. I'm completely rested and recharged. Uh, but when I sleep at night, yes. I have to start on my, typically on my left side. Yes. Yeah. So black is the most comfortable, most people go, but back also makes you more vulnerable mm. because the tongue is the major problem that causes sleep apnea. Mm. The tongue falls back and usually the spouse elbows you, I call the elbow sign of sleep apnea, then you roll over. Very, very common thing. Uh, So between all the positions, uh, if you don't have sleep apnea, back is pretty good. You know, it helps your back pain and all kinds of pain. Right side, uh, if you can sleep, I would try to avoid on the right side because the blood vessel called the vena cava, it's very pliable. It's a it, you know, your weight can compress that. So the flow of uh, fluid, especially in pregnant women, you know, these, the, and blood is not ideal because of the weight of the growing baby. Mm-hmm. So if you get a chance to lay on your left, the left side is a big blood vessel called the aorta. You can compress it. So, you know, so the ideal position will be left side, then back side, and then the right side. And let me also finish the other two things. I think I talked about the five of the seven strategies. Uh, the six is uh, keep your uh, you know sleep schedule very very simple you know mm-hmm. not complicated you know a lot of things around bedtime sleep should be you know the bedroom should be for sleep and sex not you know worrying and snoring right so we bring our work to your bed not all that you have to leave all that out and, and last but not the least dedicate a time to worry if you, something is bothering write it down finish it by about eight p.m. if you can get over it do it the next day. I do that every day. You know, life happens. We're all under, you know, uh, targets and deadlines. But, you know, if you can dedicate certain time to do that, that'll be great. So those are the seven strategies uh, to do that. And I think if you implement those or look into those, you'll find that you'll have better cognitive ability throughout your day, especially, you know, as we get older. Yes. You know, my father, I've, uh, my father was somewhat of a stammerer when he got excited or he was trying to explain something, uh, mostly noted it in his 50s when I was a teenager. <clears throat> and I'm worried about that for myself, and I'm very aware of it. So I have to purposely, when I speak and do what I do for a living, hosting podcasts or consulting people on podcasts, slowing down and really thinking about what I want to say. Yeah, sleep you is, um, you know, important for, you know, memory and performance in, uh, you know, students. So it's so important, you know, the brain has to organize what you learned. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't do it, you know, it happens in REM and also in non-REM sleep, how you organize your memories. So we all pull all-nighters. That's not good for you. You know, I have to learn the hard way because preparing for med school, you stayed up all night, but your performance, but if you slept better, so your, your performance is much better. Yeah. So because your memory is all consolidated in sleep, right? So... So cognitive reaction time, exam performances are all better with better sleep. And I touched a little bit about sleep apnea causing, you know, memory problem, cognitive, uh, 
you know, decline. I get a lot of referrals from, you know, primary care doctors who send patients who have cognitive function problems. So what happens when you have sleep apnea? There's no, you don't, there's no much flow of oxygen. You know, the mm-hmm. word apnea means to stop breathing, right? So, and then there's no less oxygen to your brain and ears of less oxygen can damage your, you know, brain function because there's no breath you know, blood and oxygen reaching the, the, the distal part of the brain where the, where the cognition is. Mm-hmm. So, so when, when the, the, the blood vessels are damaged and narrowed, so when there's enough oxygen by correcting your sleep apnea, you, you are uh, stabilizing and preventing further damage to your brain cells. So it's very, very important. Interesting. Yes. Very interesting. Not only in, in, in time is needed for, for cognition and sleep disorders, can also affect, you know, the physical structure of your brain. Now, you mentioned the uh, the lull that yes. happens during the day. Yes. Uh, and, and any given workday, anybody's going to go through it depending on where they are. Does that have the same effect with, like, maybe a windowless office, you know, and they've got maybe uh, probably by now LED bulbs above them, but, you know, otherwise it's going to be a fluorescent tube giving off the light. It's the same light. All day long, same color temperature and everything. Does that have a detrimental effect? Yeah, nature is designed for us. You know, we are I mean, we're trying to fight fight it. You know, mm-hmm. before the invent of uh, lights, we have biphasically people slept all the time. Yeah. So now, you know, with the lights create created more opportunity, more work. But with the advent of cell phones so close to you, you know, the light from the phone. So uh, to answer the question. You know, whatever is nature to have the windows up, follow the nature. You can't cheat. You know, you probably can cheat your, in your body try, trying to trick things for a few days or a few months, but you can't do it for a year long. I would keep it all natural light as much as possible during yeah. the daytime. Well, with a lot of offices, I guess, are also offices, workplaces in yes. America. Yes. Is there a movement toward uh, like a siesta time in the afternoons? Are you noticing? Yes, all over the world. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people... You know, take a siesta mm-hmm. and think of tea time, and I think some parts of the world is called the repasso. That's they're following nature, right? Uh, but here we are, the hustle culture. You know, we push through We're by Americans, drinking, yeah, yeah, by drinking caffeine. But what if you take a pause and take a five minute, you know, lull and just have a power nap? You know, there was a recent report in um, in the British Journal about the size of your brain is bigger when you sleep, take a nap. Mm-hmm. So naps are, you know, are protective for your brain. Not long naps, I, you know, shorter naps for a few minutes, about uh, thirty to forty minutes is important. Take a nap if you, if you, if you need, uh, if you need one. Yeah, well, I know even on long trips, yes. I would have to pull to the side of the road. You know, sometimes I'll drive uh, 11, 12, maybe thirteen hours. Uh, definitely requires for me to pull off and take a snooze for that's fifteen. A, that's the smart minutes. thing you do. Yeah, and man, what you you just feel so much better. Right. You know. Because I mean, you, you, whether you know it or not, you're using a lot of party, a lot of your brain when you're driving. Yes, you know. So it's, cognitive reaction time. You know, um, yep. it's, listening uh, to you know, even just processing whatever you might be listening to to pass the time, making sure you're you know conducting yourself decently in traffic, that kind of thing. But man, what a difference it makes for me in, in any given situation. Yes, like that's right what now, even, I feel like taking a nap. Yeah, so even <laughs> truckers are forced to take breaks. You know, they yeah. they log the number of hours they drive. It is it is scientific. They have, you know, uh, the Department of Transportation knows that. Well, even you know taking a break, um, and and it's almost a benefit and a blessing that the concept and awareness of self health and taking care of yourself. Um, it gets beyond the guilt of taking a break. 
you know, um, because I think a lot of people get anxiety if they allow themselves uh, the time to take a break. Then they got the guilt. Well, I got to catch up. I got so much to do, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's I would imagine that at least that awareness has started to come to surface. Yeah, that's my you know. goal of writing this book uh, to spread information to all the members of the you know family, whether you're a child, you're an adult, if you're a, yeah. Uh, you know, older adults. So, and we have chapter for uh, women. So my aim is to have a healthy family because this is a movement. Just like eating right, the family has to decide. Hey, let's let's uh, do the resolution for 2024 and on. Let's sleep better. Yeah, and let's go sleeping. Well, I would imagine uh, being that this is the uh, last recording of this uh, podcast episode season a series, I'd like you to look into that camera and tell somebody that is, you know, tell them it's okay yes. to take a break Yes, and tell them what you want to tell them. Like, look, man, take care of yourself. Make sleep a priority. Go ahead. Sleep is uh, the most uh, important function. I've been, you know, belittling the point on and off. Once you start sleep, you can do anything. If you feel tired, look into why you're, you're tired. Take an assessment, do the sleep journal that's available freely on my website and then you know if there's a problem, address those. Talk to your doctor, you know, get a consultation. And if you have sleep disorders like sleep apnea or insomnia, those are easily treated. This You will do yourself a favor. Uh, I'm also targeting and focusing on young children to sleep better because once you have that habit at a young age, it's like golfing. You know, I'm trying to learn golf now. I wish I had learned it very, very earlier because my swing and all that is awkward. Uh, so that any habit that's started at a young age, I think once you have that, you can uh, you can get back to it because life happens. So sleep is important. It, it is, we have to be aware. We know the power of sleep. Uh, my aim is to spread this message to many people so you all can sleep better. Oh my gosh. Yes. Nailed it. That's it. There you go. Check out more of Dr. Bajoy John at sleepfixacademy.com. And uh, again, if you've got a loved one who's dealing with sleep apnea, insomnia, uh, you know, trouble focusing during the day, things of that nature, an athlete in your life. We covered athletics and, and made some amazing revelations when it comes to just, we called it the third quarter slump in noon games on a Sunday for the NFL, especially with our home team, the Titans. Um, a, a study that Dr. Bajoy John did that actually showed without beyond the shadow of a doubt that the third quarter undoubtedly is just a slump. So if any of these, if you've got somebody in your life that is suffering from lack of sleep or sleep disorders, share this information with them. Send them to sleepfixacademy.com and uh, have them reach out because I believe that we got to make sleep cool again, man. We got to, it's got to, you got to sleep strategically. Yes. What did you say before? The uh, let's get our sleep on. Is that what you said? Or? What is that? Sleep? <laughs> yeah, so you said something like that. That was really cool. You just kind of came out with it, man. This is what's great about him. He's Let, hilarious. Let's go sleeping. Let's go sleeping. Yes. <laughs> Get our sleep on. Hey, we gotta, we're coming up with all these little, you know, funny little sayings. Uh, but again, sleepfixacademy.com. Make sure you reach out if you've got these issues. Man, what a, what a power-packed series this has been. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Eli. <laughs> 